figure it out from there, but that's fine. Okay, so this is my friend Samantha, and she's joining us on the podcast today to just kind of chat, and we'll get to know her. Um, she's got some stuff for us. Uh, so this, without further ado, this is Samantha. Can you just tell my followers kind of what you do on social media, who you are, and kind of your journey to get where you are today? Yeah. Hi, everyone. My name is Samantha Tucker. Um, I love social media. I love um, talking about local brands. I love promoting for local shops and just creating a safe space, a community where I can just, <laughs> sorry if I keep repeating myself, just talking about local brands because, I mean, during the pandemic, I feel like it's crucial right now to shop local. Um, and yeah, so that's just a bit about me. Cool. So definitely met her through social media. She's been a positive light on social media, which as we all know, can be super tough and super hard in these days of there's a lot of judgment towards women on social media and there has just been unkind things that have gone on. So it's been nice to have a partner in that. Um, so you tell us exactly like what you do on social media. I know you have like a freelance design company, right? Mm -hmm. Okay. Yes. So tell us more about that, like where that started, where the motivation was for that. Um, yeah, so I do also Etsy. So I sell Etsy prints and then I do freelance as well. And that started, Oh, right after I graduated high school, I just fell in love with graphic design my senior year of high school. And then it just kind of came up from there. I went two years into college and I graduated. So I don't have a four-year degree or anything like that, but I've made it work with just the two-year. And um, yeah, I to get freelance customers, I usually just reach out to local shops and just see if they need any graphics, need a logo, and we just communicate that and it usually flows pretty naturally. Oh, that's super awesome. Um, I didn't know you had an Etsy shop, so that's super cool. So I'll have to check that out after we're done. Um, oh, yeah. That is definitely not the traditional route of like, you know, a lot of people go to college, get the four-year degree work, and mm -hmm. then I feel like after kind of decide like, oh, well, maybe I want to follow my passion. So how has that been like with family and like, um, you know, friends and significant others with like taking maybe a non-traditional route outlook on like a career? Like what has that looked like in your life? Um, I would say my parents were always very supportive about whatever I wanted to do. Um, I would say my brother was definitely the hardest on me because he was like, you need the strict four-year degree. You need the nine to five job with insurance and you don't have a big girl job. And I mean, it's tough words to hear, but I think he is a little closed minded in that aspect. Um, he warmed up to the idea, but I mean, there's a lot of people that second guess what I do and are always just like, what, what, what do you do? And want to give me a piece of their mind, which that's hard to receive, but I'm confident in where my business is headed and what I've accomplished so far. So I try not to let that get to me, but I definitely have my moments where it's really hard when people don't like what you're doing and they don't respect your choice, but I mean, it's not their life to live. So. Yes. Okay. We love that. Cause uh, that's what I talk <laughs> we talked about that a lot on this podcast uh, last season, a lot was on imposter syndrome, the first episode of the season that you're going to be on is all about turning a hobby into a business and like people in my life who are super aggressively against 
um, me starting the podcast and the business and just yeah. opening up my life and my world to um, social media. So I definitely understand what you feel. And I know that so many girls in this community are currently chasing a dream that's on their heart, whether that is, you know, the traditional four-year career or what they're looking at of like, they have a full-time job and they have a side hustle. And I think imposter syndrome can get in the way of that so often of like, well, my family thinks this, but like at the end of the day, your family isn't living the life you need you know, you're living. So that only can, you have to make that decision and you've obviously done well for yourself so far. And, um, I think it's always great (laughs) to have humans on social media who are willing to just be vulnerable. And like your story the other day hit home so much. Um, you were talking about being on this podcast and then you were like, I needed to journal and I needed to get out my thoughts. And sometimes I feel like I'm the only person who like needs to like write down how I'm feeling and like needs to sit alone Mm -hmm. for a second and so like in that moment I think like and I'm sure other girls felt the same way of like okay I'm not alone in feeling overwhelmed at like maybe small tasks Mm -hmm. during my day or all of those things and so I think like you're just such a light on social media that way of like you're just willing to be honest about what's going on and that's not always the case on the highlight reel of Instagram so Oh, I I agree. Thank you so much. Yeah, I would say the same about you. I mean, whenever you post something, I'm always just in awe about how honest you are, because I feel like, I mean, I love Instagram. It definitely has its positive and negative moments, but I feel like a lot of it is just so fake and it's curated and it's just not real. And I wish everybody would be a little bit more genuine about their life and what they're going through. I think it would help everybody a lot more when they know that other people are struggling with what they're struggling with. Yes. And so often I think it's like, I have to remind the community that I've created of like, you are seeing a highlight reel. Like there are not a lot of people on social media who are going to tell you that like they're having a bad day or like, you know, like they tried on, they're going to show you that they tried on a bathing suit and it looked rocking. They're not going to tell you that they cried after they tried it on. And like, (laughs) I think it's just so important to have females in the Instagram community uh, who are willing to be like, Hey, I had a bad day or like, Hey, I'm not perfect. And I made this mistake. And so like, I, and like, that's, it's the hard part of like running a business on Instagram is like, you can so often hear like Instagram. So, you know, toxic and all these things. You're like, okay, but it can be positive if you find the right humans. You just have to find the right people, which takes a long time. And I'm sure you feel the same way. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, so we, like, I know that you have, you know, taken a little bit of an untraditional route in your career and it has panned out well for you. What was like the aha moment, like after your two, you know, you did your two years in college, which is also a degree and something to be so proud of. Um but like, what was the aha moments? It's like, I'm not going to continue. Like I'm going to start what I'm passionate about. Was there like a moment where you were like, this is what I want to do. Or was it more of like, you know, like describe, I guess like tell the, tell people like what, how do you, how did that pan out for you? Well, to be honest, when I was, um, sophomore in college everybody had a job lined up right after college and everyone was so eager for it and I had no job lined up so I was a little antsy and scared about you know graduation day and uh, the summer that I graduated I just chilled out I did like little freelance work here and there but nothing crazy I wasn't looking for a job because 
ultimately, I didn't believe I was capable of it. I constantly second guessed myself and just went, you know what? Me working at a corporate office and I'm doing all these tasks for other people. I didn't feel like I was capable of doing that. I didn't have enough experience. I didn't have enough knowledge. And um, it was a really hard route. I, I went to a lot of different interviews and then I'd get a second call and then they'd be like, well, nope, you're not really what we wanted. And I went through a lot of different jobs and a lot of people said no to me. And that was a very, very hard time to go through because then you start to be like, well, what's bad about me? What do I need to change about myself? Because nobody wants to hire me. Um, But I mean, after getting through that difficult road and that lasted quite some time, I just started praying and journaling and uh, talking to my parents because I'm very close with them. And I was just like, what can you honestly see me doing? And I've always been into fashion and social media and being open and honest and vulnerable with people. So I tried to think of a way to involve all those pieces to create what I'm doing now. And that took a lot of soul searching and I'm still finding my way through. Like, I'm definitely not where I want to be. Like, I definitely want to grow and there's a lot more to come and I'm just starting out. But yeah, <laughs> that's that's so cool. I mean, well, I, like, it's so cool to hear because like I totally was pushed into college and like I, I don't regret going to college if I'm getting my master's now and things right. like that. But I think like if I would have taken a step back and been like, OK, well, what, what am I actually passionate about? And if I would have had different people in my life at the time, I may not have gone to school. And like, that's weird to think about. And so like, it's just so traditional to shove into college and like shove into the corporate world when like, there are so many amazing little businesses on Etsy that like, are so like needed. Like, it's so funny. Like, I never thought I would need like, a designer. And then I got halfway through this business. And I was like, Oh, this is out of my realm of (laughs) expertise like so I called my friend who is one and she you know is trying to make her dreams come true as well and so I think it's just important for women to know that you don't have to go to school and like school is a great option but like taking that Mm -hmm. extra space to like you know pray about it and like or like talk to people you trust or any of those things that's just like so important to have those moments um sure tell us about your favorite victory in like the process of running like I mean like running your Instagram like running an Instagram is a job in itself and then on top of it you oh, run yeah. a lot of time in it. yeah so tell us like your favorite victory from maybe the past year and a half oh boy um <laughs> I mean this might sound a little silly but there's this brand that I love it's based in Warsaw Indiana it's called um, Meraki and they're just this sweet, fashionable boutique. And uh, the owner messaged me and she was just like, can you come out here? We really want you to be the first person we ever collaborate with. Just take pictures, talk on camera, make a little design for our shop. And I don't know, it was just such a special experience because she has this beautiful studio on top of her building where she shoots her um, photography photos. And I've it's just been a dream to always go up there and put on her gigantic angel wings and take photos and be feminine and just be a little silly. And I don't know, it was just the coolest experience. I actually like, cried about it because I was like, you want me to come in out of all people? Like, are you kidding? But I don't know. That was a really, really special moment. And also there's been a lot of times where uh, I would have businesses reach out about my Etsy and because I used to make prayer journals. I don't do that much anymore, but 
I've had uh, people from Canada contact me and they're like, can you ship some of these out so they can be donated to people? And that was really fun. I mean, I wasn't paid for that or anything, but I mean, it was just fun to be involved in that environment and have people reach out. Yeah, for sure. What, I mean, like what fun victories and honestly, who doesn't love getting a photo shoot? I absolutely adore it. So um, I, I'm always hitting my photography friends up. I'm like, I need content. You want to shoot today? Like you want to have fun? Like, let's go do something you've never done before. Um, definitely right. like one of my favorite parts of the Instagram world. It's cause it's so like appropriate to just like go and take random pictures to have for Instagram. Oh yeah. Um, so when I asked you to be on the podcast, um, I kind of wanted to get to give the floor to you too. Like, is there anything that like you want this community to know that like maybe you've been through? Like, I know you vibe with like the mental health part of our community as well as like the body positive. Um, Mm -hmm. we've stayed connected through that. So like, is there specific things like the floor is yours to like serve this community? Um, in any way, Um, like no pressure, (laughs) but like, (laughs) I know this community can always use someone to relate to. And so, you have the floor. Okay. Yeah. Um, well, I remember you, uh, texting me saying, what does your community look like? And I really love that question because as I'm becoming the Michiana gal and I'm wanting to create a community, I really wanted to talk to the girls that have had a hard time finding their community, finding their people, because I was in a lot of toxic relationships in high school and it was a very, very dark time. Like I was, I won't get too much into it, but I was sexually assaulted and I was pressured into doing drugs. And it was just, you're so young and naive when you're 18 and you just do what your friends do and you think it's okay how they manipulate you. And it just feels right because that's all that you've known. But as I entered college, I was like, I need some space away from these people. And um, it was an awkward period where I didn't really have a group of friends. I was kind of floating and I would, you know, I would go to these events with other people my age and I would take a seat at the table and I would just go, I, how do I feel so alone when I'm in a room full of 90 people? How do I feel so helpless and alone? And I just want a girl out there to feel that you, it's very common to feel that way, to feel alone, but you really are not alone. I know you preach that like crazy. And I love that you always give that message because I felt very alone. And I felt like no one in the world my age is going through these emotions, which was a huge lie I told myself. But um, that's why I really am passionate about starting my brand because I want everyone to feel like they have a seat at the table that no one feels left out. I want everybody to feel that they have a place here. So yeah. <laughs> that is a lot. That's a lot to go through. And I think so many I'm sorry. Things- oh no, never be sorry for your story. My story is laundry list of things. Um and being <laughs> vulnerable and honest about it is truly like the biggest healing experience. Um as oh, sure. a mental health professional, I like that is the most healing as you can just open up and not be shameful about it. And I think when you open up, you make other women realize um, that they aren't alone. And that is so important in a world, especially right now with COVID and everything going on. Like we are at home more than ever. We are alone more than ever. And so it's, Mm -hmm. it's important. And if you feel comfortable enough in your journey and your story to tell that story, like you are going 
there are so many women who need to hear that. Um, I think there are so many women who feel like they were alone mm -hmm. in those moments. And so to know that like, even thinking back, like, oh, I wasn't as alone as I thought. Like there were other women going through the same thing as me. Like you are going to change right. so many lives by telling that story. So we always, um, when we have guests on the podcast, we ask, um, tell us two things or advice that you have for the community of women that listen to this podcast. There are also some men. So just the community in general that listen, um, what is two advice or takeaways from your life experience that you want to tell them? Um, I would say my first one would be celebrate every small victory, no matter how mundane that may be. Like, I think you should celebrate just putting the dishes away, doing a load of laundry, like the mundane things that are not exciting because I mean, some days it's hard to just get out of bed and put on a smile. Like it really is. And we need to celebrate that. And I don't know. I, I'm trying to find the words. So you might want to cut this part out. <laughs> Sorry. Um, Oh crap. I'm sorry. You're, mind is being like I girl, I can edit it. It's not a big deal at all. Okay. Especially when you preface um, it, it's super easy. Then I don't even have to really go look for it. Okay. And um, I was going to also add, like, don't always celebrate your final goal. Because if you say you're starting a business and you start out small and you're working your way up and you're only going to celebrate when you open your storefront. Like you need to be celebrating every single step you take because they all matter and they're all very important. And then uh, my second piece of advice, I would say utilize social media in the most positive way that you can. I do think there are a lot of negativities, of course, with social media, but Social media is so much fun because you can be a writer, a photographer, a creator. You can put any talent you have on social media and that can bring people together. And I just, I love that. And I, I know social media has a lot of drawbacks to it and there's been a lot of negativity with it, but I don't know when we choose to look at it in a positive light and making a community where it's only uplifting and positive people and we throw the negativity aside, I think it can be a really strong place to be. Yes. There's always a seat at the table if you come and are willing to be authentically you. And that's definitely what I always say. Mm -hmm. um, so thank you so much for being on. I appreciate it so much. Um, well, thank where you. can my followers find you? I will also put it in the bio of this episode, but if they want to find you, where can they find your Instagram like what's your handle um it's Samantha J dot Tucker perfect it's pretty simple <laughs> so go follow her so you can also be part of her community and know that there's a seat at the table for you and everyone else